And uh, we're back at uh, the Church of St. Joseph's in Kildare, North Dakota. My name is Mike Kidrowski, and uh, the co-host this morning is Father Joseph Evinger, coming from the best parish <laughs> in all of North Dakota, <laughs> South Dakota, Montana, uh, Minnesota. <laughs> yes, I was waiting for that, Father. Good for you. And uh, uh, you were telling us earlier about uh, growing up in this, uh, in this county, and now you had the opportunity to come back as the pastor of uh, St. Joseph's in Kildare, North Dakota, the foot of the Kildare Mountains, beautiful, beautiful yes, area. Yes, yes. So there's actually three parishes that, that I'm pastor of. So yes. I live here in Kildare, North Dakota at St. Joseph's Parish, but also to the east, about 22 miles, there's St. Paul's Parish in Halliday. And then north of Halliday, there's another parish. It's on the reservation, St. Joseph's in Twin Buttes. So this, this is, Mike, this is exciting. So every every parish that I've been at as a, as a clergyman, I've always been out of St. Joseph's Parish. Yes. So as a deacon, I was at St. Joseph's in Mandan. As uh, as associate pastor, I was at St. Joseph's in Williston. Now I'm pastor at St. Joseph's, or to St. Joseph's. So it's it's St. Joseph is really taking care of us. Uh, amen, amen. I was thinking about that, uh, and I knew you were uh, to St. Joseph's, but I didn't know about the third. There's three St. Joseph's yes. Parish that, that uh, you've been involved in. Well, praise be to God, and... And, uh, uh, Father, it's just uh, very nice. Again, thank you for the invitation to be here in uh, your parish in Kildare, North Dakota. And that tone means it's straight talk time with Father Joseph Evinger. And uh, we are going to take your questions, your comments, even some prayer requests if you, if you would like. And call, call this number, 877-795-0122. Call in and try to stump me. <laughs> it's called Stump Father Joseph this morning. And again, that's 877-795-0122. And uh, if you'd like to uh, uh, submit a letter on uh, Facebook, uh, that's great. And it looks like we have one coming up already. And uh, so, uh, again, that number, 877 877- Seven nine five zero one two two, and uh, y- you know we uh, always enjoy. We always enjoy it gives a certain uh, flavor to straight talk when we have folks uh, calling in. So please, let's have some fun this morning. Let's have some fun this morning and call in uh, at eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Now, uh, Father, last week. Uh, during your CCD uh, classes mm-hmm. on Wednesday afternoon and evening, I think, um, you had some of your students <clears throat> uh, think of questions for you so we could kind of fill in this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just reading through a few of those this morning, and they're great. They're great. What, what do we have? Well, let's see. Here we go. Uh, this is from grade three. Why are we not able to see God? Why are we not able to Incredible. see God? That's that's a very good question. It's a question that I had when I was when I was quite young as well. S- simply put, well, well, two answers. So God is a spirit; He's pure spirit. So we don't see Him because we have physical bodies, although we are spiritual as well. So we can experience Him, and from time to time, He does show up. But secondly, we, in one sense, we do see God, particularly in the Holy Eucharist. 
this this you know real presence of of God's care for us the this presence that he he left us his presence right before he he ascended into heaven so in one sense he's in heaven you know it's completely true he's in heaven but in another sense he's also here every time we come to mass so um why don't we see God well we kind of do too yes indeed yes. that's a great question Through we faith yes and we do have a question a good question from Anne uh that uh uh I'm emailed or uh, was on Facebook. Uh, I have a question, she says. Uh, my college, my Catholic college alum magazine publishes pictures and marriages of same-sex couples. Uh -oh. Should I write to the bishop about this Catholic-affiliated school's actions? That would, that would be something that would be good, to let the bishop know. And whatever he decides, uh, it's, it's, a difficult, it's a difficult situation. Because likely the, the Catholic college, you know, they want to reach out to all people and they want to, to be all loving. But, but something like this, it can be confusing to people. So I think it would be good to let the bishop know. Send him yeah. a letter yes. and, and let, just make him aware of it if he's not already. Yes, very good. Thank you, Anne, for uh, emailing that in. Uh, Mary on Facebook uh, just uh, uh, sent in a question. Is incorruptibility something that God only reserves for Catholics who die in a holy state. Wow. That's, that's an in-depth question. Now, that's, yes. that's, that is deep. So, you, you know what? I don't know. Yeah? Uh, I know he certainly does for some saints. He certainly does. The, but I would, I've heard stories you know, throughout time that there's even people who live terrible lives, and when they come back and they find them you know, incorrupt. So... It's it's a, a spiritual matter, you know. It's beyond the physics, you know, that we experience from day to day. So, um, yeah, I guess it could be either way for those yep. that are good or for those that are not. Good Very question. Good. All right, uh, we have Michelle on Facebook. Uh, she's got a comment. She sent what, in. What does she have? <laughs> Michelle sent in a picture of her three favorite priests. This this must be my good friend from down in in the south. I think so. And so we have a picture of uh, Father Joseph Evinger, Father Russ Kovash, and uh, your other priest uh, friend that was with you in Williston. Oh, Father Bijou. There we go. Yes, Father he's Bijou. down in Forge Yates right good, now. Good guy. Good guy. But anyway, uh, the phone number again to call in is 877-795-0122. Again, 877 795 0122. Okay, back to another CCD uh, question uh, from one of your what students. Do we have Why time? did God create the world? Why did God create the world? That, that, that's a really good question. I think a lot of us don't always ask that question. The, the answer is quite simple. Why did God create the world? He created the world that he might show us his love. He wanted, to, he wanted all of us to experience this life that he has, the, his, his great love, as Johnette Williams was talking about earlier, mm -hmm. you know, the Holy Trinity and the, this fiat. Yeah, he, he wants us to share in his life and love. Mm -hmm. Now, here's another one. Interesting. Why are we there in church? Why are, why we, are we there in church? Father? Why are we there in church? Again, it, it goes back to that, lo loving God above all things. You know, but, but not actually loving God above all things. Something must come first, and that is coming to know God's love. So we come to Mass 
first and foremost to experience God's love. And responding to that, we give him adoration, we give him gloria, we give him, we give him praise for, for what he's doing for us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. good question. Okay, and another one. Uh, what is the priest? Now, where did that come from? What, <laughs> what is the priest? What is the priest? So, so Mike, what I've been doing, okay. I've been giving a series of homilies this, these last few weeks on the Mass, explaining different parts of the Mass. Whenever in my homilies I talk about the priest, I don't say, you know, me, I don't say I, I say the priest, the priest. So this, this young boy, okay. was that a third grader? That, uh, was, that was grade four. And grade four. Uh, so he's no, been, that was a third grader, yes. The third, he, he's been hearing me say the priest in the homily, so he's most likely asking it. But, but to answer his question, what is the priest? Simply put, the priest is the representation of Jesus Christ. It's through the priest that that the bread and wine become Jesus' very body and blood. Without the priest, we're left with just two sacraments, baptism and marriage. But with the priest, with the priest, we, we have all, all the other sacraments. Specifically, you know, the fullness of the priesthood, the fullness of the Lord is found in the bishop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. a good question. Yeah, great. These are great, Father. Thank you for doing this. Now, uh, we have a question that was sent in to us. In the first reading this morning, St. Paul talks about contribute to the needs of the holy ones is he referring to the needs of the holy souls or what is he referring to i think he could be okay but i I think he's also referring to to everyone Um, let let me pull up the reading here so this is from romans says we though many are one body in christ and individually parts of one another since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us let us exercise them and then he mentions all these these gifts and then i i love this he says let love be sincere hate what is evil hold on to what is good and then then lastly the it says rejoice with those who rejoice weep with those who weep have the same regard for one another and do not be haughty but associate with the lowly what 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 is he referring to? I think he could be. I think he could be referring to the poor souls in purgative because this month, you mm-hmm. know, is the for the poor souls. But it's it's quite open. It's quite open as well. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Father. Uh, and we have we have another uh, uh, prayer request. We have a prayer request coming in on Facebook. Uh, Pam on Facebook. <coughs> says, could you pray a quick prayer for all of us here at St. Bonavis in Wimbledon, North Dakota, as we are praying for a successful Net Ministries retreat here this Friday evening? Yes, yes, let's do that. Okay. Heavenly Father, there's going to be a number of children coming to this Net Ministries retreat. Some of them are going to be there because dad and mom said they have to be there. Others are going to be there because they really want to. Regardless of what brings them there, Lord, please, please show your blessings upon them. Increase their faith. Allow it to be a good experience. But also those that are, the, those in the ministry, those that are coming, um, the ministers coming, that, that they may be blessed, that they may be taken care of. Lord, please watch over them. All those, and also through the intercession of Saint Boniface, please bless the parish there in in Wimbledon, South in Wimbledon, North Dakota. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Pam, for sending that prayer request in on on Facebook. And uh, let's go to another question. 
Uh, this what is, do we have? We have is this from the. We have uh, a grade four and five. Uh, one of your students says, "How old is God?" Interesting. How old is How God? How old is God? He's infinite. I mean, he never had a beginning. Never had an, He never will have an end. He always is. I, I, I like that question. The answer is really in a prayer that we pray often. You know, the glory be. We say glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity, the one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It's, okay. it's a beautiful question. There. Very good. Very good. Uh, next question. Why do we make this... Why do we make the sign of the cross? And I, g I have to give the phone number out in case you're waiting. And my wife told me as I left this morning, say the number slowly. 877-795-0122. <laughs> Why do we make the sign of the cross? Yes. I, I always love this. I must have been probably in seminary before I realized why we make the sign of the cross. We, we're pulling together the two greatest mysteries of our life, the two greatest mysteries of, of everything, of all creation. First of all, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's the words of our baptism. In Matthew 28, Jesus says, Go to all the nations of the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. But as we're, as we're making the sign of the cross, so as we say those words, we, we form a cross on our body, beginning with our forehead, going down to our heart, going to our, our left and then right shoulders, forming a cross, which is the second greatest mystery, the incarnation. God became one of us, and what did he, what did he do? He, he died for us on the cross. There, there's really no other image in all, of, in all of humanity of God showing greater love to us, that he was willing to enter into the worst thing ever, mm. suffering and death. And he then renews it. He makes it all new so that it becomes a, a gateway now to eternity. Mm -hmm. Very good. These are very good questions, Father. And uh, you will share this uh, podcast with the uh, CCD kids that came up with these questions here next week, I believe. Yes, yes. Uh, I'm also going to bring all these questions into their classrooms. Oh, what a great. And just go through. What a great idea. Okay. Uh, here we have now uh, grade six. Uh, this is a good one. Um, and how can I trust the church when there are so many sinners? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a question I think that hits to all of our hearts. It, it hits home, particularly in, in what we're going through in the church uh, right now. How can we trust the church when there are so many sinners? The, what comes to my mind when I hear that question, when we go back to the sacred scriptures, we look at what Jesus is doing as he establishes the church and as all these followers are coming to him. From the, all these followers, he picks out 12 men, you know, the, the 12 apostles. And, and these, are, these are guys that are, that are, they're like walking with Jesus. I should say like, they are walking with Jesus for, you know, tradition tells us for about three years. And one of these guys, one of these guys handpicked by Jesus himself, betrays Jesus. That he, he comes, you know, we, we think of that Holy Thursday night as, as he leaves the, that first Mass, he goes off and he sells his Master, he sells his Lord, his God, for 30 pieces of silver. Mm -hmm. he, he, he does that, and 
But at the same time, you know, there's this the sin that he's committed. Jesus calls him. He calls him back. He wants him back. Mm-hmm. And Judas, he has the, what do you call it, the pride of self-pity. He feels so sorry for himself. And he doesn't think that God can love him, just, you know, regardless of what he did. These, these men that, that Jesus picked, one of them is this great sinner. We, we experience people like that in our own lives. You know, sometimes people that are very close, very close to us, what maybe even our, you know, our pastor at one point, um, you know, hopefully not a, a bishop, but, but it happens. It happens. And, and when we see that, we're very scandalized and we're like, why, why should we place our trust in God? Why should we place our trust in God? And, mm-hmm. and the, the answer to that is we, we should place our trust in God, all of our trust in God, but we can't place all of our trust in a particular human being. We, we just well, can't. We can't do that. Mm-hmm. But, but what happens is God gives us these people who are images of his love, but they're, they're images. They're, they're, they're not God. They're images of God's love for us, beginning with our parents, going to, you know, great, great people that we experience, great role models and heroes that we experience in our lives. They're, they're images of God. But the more we mature in faith, the more we, we come to know God, we move past the image to God himself. And that's, that's why I love the Holy Eucharist, that uh. we can come to Mass and it's not about the priest. It's not about, you know, the, the people around us. Though in one sense it is because we're called to love our neighbor too. But it's, it's about God. And we kneel down and we worship. We give him adoration. Mm-hmm. Well done, Father. Well said. Uh, next question. Uh, again, these are uh, from your sixth grade class. Uh, interesting question. Before you ask the question, yeah, let ahead. me give the number out again. All right. Thank 877 877-795-0122. 877-795-0122. Seven nine five zero one two two. Call in with any questions, anything about yes, faith. We would love to hear from you, and uh, you can all go on Facebook as well, or uh, our website at yourcatholicradiostation.com and submit your question. What's what's the next question? Well, from the uh, what is the difference between God and Jesus? The difference between God and Jesus. The old, <laughs> the, theologians have been. <laughs> studying yes. that for I, I think of a few heresies in the early church yeah. so, so on Sundays when we come to Mass right after the homily on, on all holy days and Sundays we, we stand up we stand up tall and we profess our faith we, we say what we give our heart to I believe in one God mm. the Father the Almighty I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ I believe in the Holy Spirit the Lord the giver of life so one God but three persons. That's God. Now, what's the difference between God and Jesus? Jesus is God. He's, go. he's the Son. He's the Son. He's not the Father. He's not the Holy Spirit, but He's the Son. And, and to think that the Son, who is God, eternally God, begotten of the Father, he, he becomes one of us. So He's uncreated, and then as a human being, He becomes created. So He's both uncreated and created. But as his, his person is, is eternal. His person is not created. He's a divine person, not a human person. All of us are human persons because we began to exist at the time of our conception. So, so what's the difference between God and Jesus? It, they're, they're the same? They're the same. Yeah. All right. Well done. Well Jesus done. is God. Okay. Uh, why, are, why are you supposed to go to Mass on Sundays? Why are you supposed to go to Mass on Sundays? 
I love this. That that's a question that a lot of kids likely ask, and I think adults do too. Uh-huh. You know, when when I'm waking up, you know, if I love fishing, I wake up and I'm like, why should I go to mass? You know, it's beautiful weather. I can just go out to the lake, throw my pole in. You know, God's there anyway. Yeah. Why come to mass? The the difference is this. So so right now, all of you, you're listening to Mike and I. You're listening to us. So in one sense, you're in our presence. You know, and we're in, we're in your presence in, in one sense. But we're not physically in each other's presence. When we come to Mass, we are physically in God's presence. Like, he's like there just a few steps away. And as we receive Holy Communion, he, he comes into our very bodies. He comes into our wow. very bodies. And, and that's, that's why we're supposed to come to Mass, to yes. be in God's physical presence like we will be in heaven. And that's the only, uh, only place that we will be in the presence the f- the presence of God, yes. right? Yeah, outstanding. Uh-huh. The outstanding. real presence. What a gift we have there mm-hmm. in the Eucharist. All right, uh, the number again: eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, please uh, call in, give us a question. Uh, we'd like to discuss the, the question on the on the phone with you. Uh, all right, we are going now to uh, grade seven and eight, Father. Uh, we do have Phil on Facebook. I see. Ah, what do we have? Uh, here? Is it proper to say we, and then he has in quotations, recite prayers when we actually pray prayers? Say for the creed, which I believe to be a statement, and then we hear people talk of having masses said for the deceased rather than offered. Or am I being nitpicky? I, I think you might be. The, those words usually recite, pray, say, they're, they're all interrelated. In, in Latin, the word orare, which means to pray or to talk, we get the word oration from it as well, or oratory. You know, the, when we, we're talking to God, we're also praying. When we're saying things to God, we're also praying. But there is something there about the creed. We recite the creed. It's a statement of faith. Who are we actually talking to when we recite the creed? Everyone, all creation, and, and God himself. We're saying to everyone, this is what I give my heart to. I believe in one God. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good question. Very good. Thank you, Father. Now, uh, going on to grade 7 and 8, uh, what is in holy water? What is, what in, is holy water? in holy water? <laughs> I like that. That's a great question. So, so the, the physics, incredible. the physics, you know, the physical nature of, of holy water. So it's it's just it's water, you know. But something something happens when it is blessed uh-huh. by a priest or a deacon or, or or a bishop. When when the water is blessed, it becomes set apart. It becomes different. The spiritual nature of it completely changes. That the whole spiritual world. My guardian angel, your guardian angel, Satan, you know, the, the devil, all his demons, all the angels of heaven, God himself, th- they see something different there. And what's different? God, God's love is poured into that water. Hmm. God's love, God's grace is poured into that water that when we sprinkle our, our, our homes with, with holy water, when we come into the church right before Mass, you know, we dip our hands in the holy water, remind ourselves of our baptism in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. So something actually changes. Mike, i got to tell you this. So, so growing up, 
I, I thought maybe ours was the only family that did this, but I've, I've heard about this from a family I knew in Michigan. And then Father Bijou Anthony, who's down in Fort Yates, we just talked about him before. Yes, yes. He Good had the man. same experience growing up. Mm-hmm. So before we went to bed, Dad and Mom would take holy water, which you can just get at any church. They would take holy water, and all of us ten children would come before Dad and Mom, and they would bless us. They would put holy water in the form of a cross on our foreheads. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Wonderful. Every every night before we went to bed. Sometimes, you Powerful. know, maybe we didn't want their blessing if we were, you know, yeah. doing this or that. But other times, it it meant a lot. It meant a lot. And and now, I mean, it's it's rather crazy, but it's it's how God God works. You know, almost every Sunday when Dad and Mom aren't visiting the grandkids, you know, here and yeah. there. I'm the one saying those words to them. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yeah. You know, that is uh, such a powerful uh, gesture, a a powerful uh, prayer to Mm -hmm. end the day with. And I'm thinking of fathers, grandfathers, well, mothers, grandmothers out there. Uh, Don't be afraid. Yeah, don't don't be be afraid. afraid To to get that holy water and get some holy water from your parish. Mm -hmm. Take it home. And uh, bless your children, grandchildren, yeah. and, and every night. Even when, when you invite the great? priest to your home, like get a five-gallon bucket of water and say, hey, Father, can you bless this for us? You know, and, and he'll do it. Oh, great he'll, idea. He'll gladly do it. You know? Great idea. Okay, well, uh, we have a few minutes left, folks. Uh, please uh, call in your question at 877-795-0122, 877-795-0122. Seven nine five zero one two two. Father Joseph is doing a great job, but uh, you may have a question to stump the pastor. So go ahead and call eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two. Now let's go to another uh, grade seven and eight question. Did did you ever regret being a priest? Hmm. I haven't. Ah, I never have regretted being a priest. Beautiful. That's. That, that's that's something that I, it's it's clearly a grace from God. You know, throughout seminary, I, I had this. Well, since I was very little, I had a, a great desire to become a priest. I can remember when I was four years old, going to Grandma Evinger's place, and 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 she would say, you know, Joseph's going to be my priest. Joseph's going to be my priest. I didn't even really care at that point. But when I was in in high school, I began to think more about, it, and there was this tug at my heart, this this pull. Oftentimes we call it a vocation, which literally means to call, like this this calling that's that's coming. And and then as as I I grew up, you know, left home throughout seminary, this this utter peace. But specifically when I was on my thirty day silent retreat down at Broomtree Retreat Center in South Dakota, South Dakota. near Irene, mm-hmm. there there was a, a grace that I received on that retreat that without a doubt I know God has called me to be mm. a priest. That Incredible. that's it's it's just been wonderful. Have there been difficult days? Yeah, that's every vocation. If you're a married man, married woman, yeah, you're yeah. going to have struggles, and that's yeah. that. But I never regret it. Yeah, wonderful. Not at all. Uh, the, here's another question. Uh, it says, "My question is, how many countries have Catholic religion in them?" And Second, there's a second part of this question. And do you love your job? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love my job. Okay, first part. How many countries have Catholic religion? Uh, I don't know. There's okay. there's hundreds of countries around the world. Right. Uh, uh, it's every country that I've been to, 
I've I guess I've been to you know a few. I've been to to Peru and mm. I've been to Asia. I've been to Rome. Been to the Holy Land. Every country that I've been to, there's been Catholics there. So you, uh-huh. you come to Mass. It's the same Mass. It's the same Mass. Same Mass. But I suppose there could be some countries, you know, especially if you go to Africa, mm-hmm. where where there might not, if it's a small country, there might not be Catholics. But I, I don't know. Yeah, it's incredible. You fly yeah. across the world. Yeah. You fly across the world. You go to Mass. It's the same Mass. Mm-hmm. It it's might just, be in a different language, you know, and some yeah. of the, the rubrics might be a little bit different. People stand at different times or kneel, uh-huh, uh-huh. but it's it's very much the same. Yeah, very incredible. The same. And the second part, <laughs> do you love your job, Father? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. I okay, love it. great. You can probably hear it in my voice, listeners. Oh, heavens, uh, yes. I, I love it. Absolutely. God's been so good to me. So good. All right, 877-795-0122. And we have a few minutes left. Uh, please call in your question. Get it in, and uh, we can uh, visit with you over the phone. That's uh, that's always uh, wonderful. So uh, this has been a great session. Uh, these questions are are incredible. And uh, here's another one: What made you want to become a priest? What, what made you become a God? Oh, God, there you go. God made me want to. With, without His grace, without that tug at my heart, yeah, I would. You know, be out in some forest somewhere. You know, cutting down trees. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, wonderful. So uh, that, that's beautiful. Um, now, this is a question. Uh, now, th- this student may be referring to this physical church, but there's a there's a deeper uh, answer here. When was the church built? When was the church built? This specific building. In 1951, St. Joseph's Parish here in Kildare, 1951. There was an earlier church. There used to be one across the street, which was an old school building. They tore it down when it became too small. Okay. But but the 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 church, meaning the assembly of believers, that that began with Jesus. There you go. It began. It was sort of dormant. It had its you know your time in the womb, one could say. But on Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came upon the apostles, they weren't afraid of dying anymore. They went out. And they just preached the gospel. They preached Jesus, the goodness of God's love. It, it was, yeah. Yeah, praise be to God. And uh, the Holy Spirit ent- entered them, and uh, we, uh, uh, we, we have the church. So thank you very much, Father, uh, for taking all those questions. Thank you for calling in. And uh, uh, we really, uh, uh, or, excuse me, writing in on Facebook. We had a few uh, on Facebook today, so thank you very much. We are broadcasting live from the Church of St. Joseph's in Kildare, North Dakota. I'm Mike Kidrowski. And I'm Father Joseph Evinger. And thank you for tuning in. Stay tuned. We have uh, a lot more to come. <laughs>